0: Cosmopolitan and gritty, But right across the bay Today is where I stay Not Berkeley, not Fremont Alameda
1: or Piedmont I got to tell you all about it Cause it feels alright What? Open we sky. got a big to walk around Jack London Square Chinatown where you can't be Late at night Open Open the that you can't be You can talk
0: bad about it, but...
2: happy monday everybody you guys are listening to mutiny radio.fm it's monday at six o'clock it's time for the joke workshop here on mutiny radio.fm you're listening to carne cruda in the fills uh and their song oakland's tight hella tight i like it san francisco's hella tighter though uh, anyways not a good joke but carne cruda look them up they're great they're a local band Uh, Tonight on the Joke Workshop, we have 11 people signed up for your entertainment and enjoyment. Please remember, if you are sitting in the audience and you are getting up on stage, you also have uh, an imperative, a mission... uh A helpful thing that you need to do for your fellow comedians, which is listen to their sets, pay attention to them, maybe even take notes. Oh, my God. Where is Stephanie Silverman this week? The note taker. Uh, Help them out. Give them tags. That's what we're here for. Uh, And if you have specific things that you want to work on, you can use this time any way you want. Uh, remember, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good. We need a nice, fluffy, brioche compliment on the top and the bottom. A little bit of crispy little butter there. And in the in-between is where you put the the dead birds and the feces. Your first comedian of the night. Only reason I mention dead birds is that I was all freaked out when I got here because... Uh, Right above the station, there's uh, a bird nest every year, and uh, baby birds fall out of the nest. Sometimes the mama bird dies. Sometimes a dog mauls the bird. That's what I think happened today. It was sort of a crispy bird that looked like it had been there for a while. It could have been a clump of dirt, but I don't know. If it looks like death, I'm afraid of it. And so I uh, asked, this is the second time our resident resident bird sweeper has done his job and cleaned up the um, detritus that nature leaves for us once things die, Uh, something that I just don't deal with very well. But he does! Put your hands together, everybody. Pay attention to his jokes. It's Ian Levy!
3: Hey, I'm the dead bird whisperer. Yeah, it's, it's just you got to get used to it if you have cats. It's just the way I, I love cats and then they love presents. Um, so I, I only really have two kind of general thoughts and then I was just going to rave a bit about politics like a madman. So we'll just see how this goes. I um, uh, I, I kind of something not many people know about me. Uh, I saw Ghostbusters 2 before I saw Ghostbusters 1. So uh, sometimes the terrorists win, guys. Like that's you know sometimes, sometimes bad things happen to good people for no reason. Um, <laughs> That's all. That was the end of that thought. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I was wondering recently, I was watching, uh, didn't you guys see that new Netflix show, like Stranger Things? It's basically just like a, a stretched out 80s monster movie. It's pretty good for like eight episodes. But there's, there's like these two bully characters in it. And I was wondering, like, when bullies watch movies, are they rooting for the bully characters? Like, are the kids like, like, like who are going around giving everyone, like, nuggies and stuff and, like, wet willies, are they, do they watch Back to the Future and go like, man... Biff is so relatable, like, <laughs> he's really, you know, he probably had a tough time, he probably not a lot of people relate to him, so, like, I understand where he's coming from, I just, like, <laughs> there has to be, so, because, cause, you know, it's, you know, there's a a shortage of intellectual, interesting, well-rounded bully characters in Hollywood, okay, guys, we need, we need more, that's the next, the next Ghostbusters movie, I want four bullies as the main cast, <laughs> that's what we need, <laughs> okay and that's that. that 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 was my thoughts on bullies so i should probably go and then actually write those down and put some more punchlines in um so i was talking to this i was talking to this um i wasn't talking i saw on facebook there's there's this woman on facebook right um who i used to sit next to in my uh in my astronomy class um and then we we like befriended um each other just to like share homework and stuff Uh, But I didn't know she was crazy until, like, we befriended on Facebook and saw her posts. And she's super conservative. And it really bugs me that she posted today, like, she's always saying kind of, like, racist stuff. Like, she goes out and says, like, she actually says, like, hashtag all lives matter and stuff and all that stuff. And then she recently posted this thing. It was was a shared link from Ted Nugent. Already not a great sign. (laughs) Like, you shouldn't be reposting things Ted Nugent posts. But, um... But she reposted this thing that said uh, Rosa Parks sat on the bus, but she didn't uh, destroy the bus. That's the difference, which which is kind of which is kind of fucked up because, you know, if she was living in the 60s, she would be way against Rosa Parks. Like this is a person, the people who are all like, oh, all lives matter, you know, but but think like they they, they think they're the ones who would be like fighting the fight for Martin Luther King. I don't know. That was, that was kind of my thought. It's annoying. It's annoying talking to conservatives, I've found, because you know why conservatives run the country? Because liberals are off checking their facts. Like, that's why, well, well, they run everything. Because having a conversation with a conservative person, that, yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. They'll just say something. They'll be like, well, you know, all dinosaurs were libertarians. you are be like, that's not true. I'm going to read a book on that. And then they get elected to office. <laughs> and it's fucked up. There's just no there's no point where there's ever been, like, there's no movie out there where the old, like, staunch conservative is the good guy, right? Like, is there anything where he's like, ah, these crazy liberals are ruining the, the country, you know, they're, they're just too progressive. Yes, no, go for it. We could, we, Ghostbusters? Yeah. The, the conservatives are the bad guys? Bill Murray? No, Bill Murray. Bill, yeah. Bill Murray? yeah, the EPA, one advocating for environmental protection is the bad guy. Yeah, but that's, but that's because of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> And see, luckily, ghosts in real life don't exist. So until until ghosts do, like, what's what's one time that in actual? Okay, is I c- I can just keep keep raving. I got nothing. I, I can go do some actual jokes. I guess I don't think I could vote conservative. I could never vote conservative because uh, I couldn't vote the way Nazis vote, right? Because I'm not saying all conservatives are Nazis, but 100% of Nazis vote conservative, right? Because there's no Nazi out there going like, "What power?" But green energy, guys, like you know, (laughs) the Jews may control the government, but we should still recycle. So that's, (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It's a it's a crazy crazy world we live in. Um, I could just keep raving about. That's mostly what I do just to myself all day. I have one-way conversations with myself of what i would say to this woman and then i just know it just won't matter (laughs) because if i did it would just go down like this deep dark hole i recently like got so mad we did get in an argument about gun control um and and i got so mad i just said like cite your sources you gotta you gotta prove something uh, and then she cited a meme that she read once, uh, which as scientifically sound as that is, it was just, I don't know. This was, this was more of a therapy session today for me, really, than actually trying jokes. But thanks, guys, for listening to my, my ramblings.
2: Ian Levy, taking the bullet for all of you. Uh, let's take that microphone that's on stage and sort of flip it around, the other one. There you go. So, uh, we have a couple microphones up for you guys to make comments on Ian Levy's set. We have this one back here. We have that one up there. Make sure when you give comments you speak into a microphone. Looks like Jenny Hogan has something to say.
4: Um Good set, Ian. I liked it. Oh, thank when you-, you I'm talking. <laughs> 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 when you- when you're talking about who you relate to on television, or no, sorry, with the bullies relate to the other bullies, I thought it'd be funny if you said like, do they relate to the other bullies? Because I re- like I always relate to, but then do someone. Oh, who's I not- do have
3: a, because I say um, I um, I can relate like whenever I watch the a jock movie. jock or something. No, no. Well, I relate on a deep emotional level to like whatever character Woody Allen is playing in any movie. Yeah. So like you're a that. Yeah, because I'm a pedophile. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
4: I yeah I feel like you could also do someone who's like totally where it's like clearly not you okay. you know what I mean like the Brad Pitt character or something oh uh, okay
3: no that's good yeah. I <laughs> like that yeah yeah but but I do really I guess the Brad, Brad Pitt's on Pitch. TV shows I'm, I'm more of a the George Clooney type yeah yeah is, so. no, I know
4: you love George Clooney yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
4: um I also wanted – when you're talking about this woman posting ridiculous things on Facebook about, like, racism, I I wanted you to actually be, like, having this conversation on her status. Like, you actually comment, like, by the way, like, did you know that if you were, like, in the 1960s or whatever and then she – like, you you say something that's, like, kind of very, like, factual and int- intellectual and she responds with, like, fuck you, like, misspelled or something. I don't okay. know, think. Well, I
3: could – I have had very long Facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. about yeah. gun control with her, yeah. which –
4: and I think it'd be funny if, like, you, you're reading out and good. everything you say is just, like, very polite and, like, yeah. just, like, fact. And then she just says things that are yeah. completely irrational.
3: No, yeah, because I have – or I would go and literally read, like, a 19-page, like, academic article and then cite it. I did this. And then she would just go, like, no, I don't agree with that. And then I'm just like, well, come on! But, but, Okay, so I have a lot of opinions.
5: Okay. Honestly.
6: I really, and the the white power but green energy I think was really funny, but...
3: That uh, was like the only pre-written joke. Yeah, it, yeah, the
6: pre-written stuff I thought was really funny.
3: Okay, good.
6: <laughs> but Fair. I feel very strongly about a lot of things, and this is one of them, is that you took a very complex issue and you parsed it down into two minutes of your opinion, of two minutes of talking, which is basically what political comedy is but this i like i mean i feel like the like saying oh conservatives are so stupid liberals well, are the only smart ones like i, I, I mean that's i number would say four with I my say.
3: The, the differences is my opinions are correct <laughs> so it doesn't really okay. matter yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. no no it's true yeah. it's it's oversimplifying yeah yeah totally yeah.
6: and also i mean that's that's it like actually like because i've been having to fact check a lot of statements made by Donald Trump for my job, this, mm. and he actually uses a great deal of like he uses like facts in that they're true, but meaningless. It's hard to describe, mm. but to say he doesn't, he just ignores the facts is isn't true. He ignores some facts but brings up others, and and everyone does that because that's the only way to have oh, yeah, any yeah. real consistent beliefs, especially one that can be expressed in a five minute bit, especially yeah related, yeah like gun control is actually pretty... Like, it requires a 19-page academic paper, and talking about it in five minutes is just not going to be...
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Well, like, when if, I get If my everyone
6: agrees with you and is on board with you, and you don't actually have to make a real point to them because they already believe what you're saying...
3: Yeah, I mean, most of my act is just pandering to San Francisco, like, yeah. liberal intelligentsia, so... Did I mention I like Ralph Nader, guys?
2: <laughs> yay, Nader! Hey, everybody, put your hands together. Uh, thanks, guys. Ian Levy, yay! Well
3: you can find while you get,
2: For the record, I have voted for Ralph Nader every time I've been able to vote, even when he didn't run. I still wrote in Ralph Nader. I did. I, I like that guy. I, I, I like Ralph Nader. I don't have a problem with people who are ugly being president like everybody else in America does. Uh, everybody's like, they better be good looking, otherwise I can't, I can't vote for a fat, bald guy. That'll never happen. Uh, that's Bernie. Your next comedian, funny lady, put your hands together, pay attention, take notes.
7: It's Elizabeth Simone! <laughs> Hi, Ian. I was going to say that I, there are conservative people who care about the facts too a lot. I was talking to this guy and I was explaining about the like women make 70 cents on the dollar. He like got really angry and he's like, no one has ever been able to show me a citation for that. So conservatives are, they care about the facts too in a way. Um, but I still think that's true. Um, I'm wearing a I'm wearing a baseball cap um, you might have noticed why am I doing that I've been getting liver spots recently and um, yeah I think it's California's way of saying you don't belong here like white people don't belong <laughs> this is Mexico because um, that's what happens if you are a white person and you keep insisting on living in California you get Uh, liver spots and I think it's conceivable that that skin cancer could be like God's retribution for colonialism and gentrification um yeah I think melanoma might be like the modern day frogs and boils I think I think God's probably up there like I said let there be light I never said let there be light skinned people living in the mission district um, yeah, I don't live in San Francisco anymore. I moved to Oakland, so now I'm getting skin cancer over there. Um what else am I gonna talk about today? This is all just like really raw stuff that I have not done, so apologies. Um I, um, oh, I have a joke. How does a how does a, how does a paleo person eat a taco? Just like... Holding the beans and the meat in their hands with the juice just dripping down There no, I'm just kidding because you're not supposed to eat beans. I think on the paleo diet so yeah. <laughs> um, Get those people a fucking tortilla. They need a tortilla. There's a reason that they exist um, What else was I gonna do I'm gonna look because I don't have a memory Uh, Oh, I was biking and I saw this billboard ad for a new gay and bisexual men's dating app. It's called Squirt. Squirt.org. Squirt. Squirt. Yeah, Squirt, right? Gay. Uh, squirt. Squirt. Yeah, gay and bi men dating app. And I was like, that's our term. That is cultural appropriation of women, culture. You have a medical scientific word. Ejaculate. We have a term that is synonymous with a lemony lime carbonated beverage. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Also, do we need another gay and bi men's dating app? Um, Yeah. I think that's all. I think that's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to, yeah, just try out those new things. (laughs) Thanks, guys. from Elizabeth Simone, stay up there. Now's the
2: time when everybody gets to say things. Yay! What you guys think about her n-
8: new material? Um, yeah, good job. I feel like I, th- I want a little bit more on the melanoma thing than just like yes. white people, because it's like it's uh-huh. so there's so many white people, and not everyone's having that issue. That I feel like you need to just narrow something a little bit, one more thing specific to you down. Because I don't know, just like it was so broad that you should just take it, like, another layer deeper because it's just, I don't know, I didn't, I'm white, I didn't necessarily know, like, I could use another detail on that one. So help.
7: it's not just, like, white people getting skin well, cancer? I mean, Is that what you mean?
8: I mean, I feel like, yeah, I don't have, like, liver spots. I feel like I just could use
7: Oh, okay, spot. yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. it might
6: not be God just doesn't want white people. Might God specifically might just not want you here. Yeah.
7: Okay, just like the pale, the, pale, the pale white no, people. No, specifically you. Just me. Yeah. 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 Got it.
9: Yeah. So yeah. Sp-
7: How old are you? <laughs> um,
9: oh my. Uh, I think um, I have no joke for this at all. But I think squirt dot org is funny. Like it's an organization. It yeah. Weird. Like not a dot com or like a dot edu. It seems weird.
5: I don't know why.
9: It's defense, but still, dot
6: org Why is it a nonprofit?
7: I don't know why it's org, but I did Google it before I came here just to like double check that I didn't. Misunderstand that it is .org.
4: I think you could say it's .edu. that even. Yeah. Or no, oh, no, no. Oh, You know, you could say you could say like, not to be confused with .squirt.edu, which is like where women go to learn about sporting because like women have a million questions about sporting and like what it is or whatever.
7: I would like it, to see that university. Um, yeah.
4: I uh, yeah. Um, so I I really like this uh, this paleo thing. I kind of uh, this might be like sort of a preference that I have, but I always think it's really funny when people like deny like the thing that's not really what the joke is about or if you say like you describe like oh how do they eat a taco like they eat it with like the beans and the meat like flowing down and the juices getting everyone you just and you go into depth about how disgusting it looks and then you say like no i'm kidding like they can't eat beans yeah yeah yeah. i always and that's like kind of where you're going but i feel like if you like just like make Make it make it really yeah yeah, Mm -hmm.
7: okay cool
3: is the is the paleo diet the one where they have to it's it's the um, what is that exactly it's
7: like you you eat kind of like a someone in the Paleolithic oh, age yeah, so it's okay. like all kind of like meat and vegetables I okay. think I've even I, heard some weird things like you have to be like sweating to eat certain things because our ancestors would have been like running after a deer to <laughs> before
3: they before
7: they ate it
3: I, I think <laughs> I, I, um, I liked it. Yeah. You were talking about paleo stuff, but you might just want to set it up a bit more. Because okay. like I, I like had a You didn't big know what that was. Yeah. Like I knew it was something like that, but okay. I didn't know. Yeah, so you just might want to preference it.
7: Okay, cool. Thanks, all. <laughs> Elizabeth
2: Simone! Yay! All right. Your next comedian, uh, some people call him a baby angel. He's more like a baby devil Uh, Go out drinking with him You'll see why Put your hands together right now It's Ethan Albers
10: Shut up, shut up, shut up Be quiet, music down (laughs) Music down We're gonna do this Democrats and Republicans Conservative We're talking about that We're doing that They're all the same They're all the same They just want you to fight They want you to fight They want to keep you fighting They want to keep you occupied While the real people run this world the lizard people. <laughs> Does anybody in here actually believe that? Actually, just out of a random poll, do you guys think that Illuminati exists? I, I love that shit. I love. Do you, you? You? Jenny, are you into Illuminati? Cole, I could totally tell you fucking all about Illuminati. It's like six Jews. <laughs> of course, if it's anybody that's Jews, everybody knows that. Yeah. With lizard skin. That's all it is. I don't know. I uh, my my girlfriend likes to make fun of my dead father. <laughs> Stop! Like, like not like a na 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 na. He's dead. Mine's alive. Not like that. She's like, she likes to make fun of the way he acts, and I don't like or the way he acted. I don't like that because I think they would have got along. Like I really think they would have got along. I think they would talk about love and life. And like aliens and stuff, and my dad would have showed her the proper way to throw an ashtray at my head. <laughs> I, I need to cut some of that down. I already tell you that. I don't know. My father was uh, my father was anorexic, six feet tall, 95 pounds.
5: Damn.
10: It, anorexic. Yeah. Oh yeah. He looked like a fucking medical skeleton. That's what he looked like. Meta. Medi- and he slept in a nude. He slept in a nude. And he was a, a nocturnal human being. Are you on board of this? This is just the worst setup. I could already tell you that right now. It's a garbage setup. He was a nocturnal human being. So we got that. Nocturnal human being slept in a nude. So I came home from school. He'd be getting up for his day around 3 p.m. In a house with no walls in it. One person. I had a house, 1864. This is just a garbage setup. I'm, I'm going to tell you about my life, guys. We're going we're gonna to forget about setups. The house was built in 1864. My parents are really smart people. They decided to buy a house, start a remodel, and then get pregnant with four kids and never finish it. Right? That makes sense. So then having a father walk around swinging a fucking dong on a 90-pound frame... You can see why I didn't have friends. Lego time was weird with Charles. That's all I got to say. No, okay. And I can use some work too. My father... I'm staring right at you. You're my, you look just like my father. <laughs> he was just as tan. I'm lying. I'm totally lying. Totally. Can you? What if he was just as tan? I'm going to show you a photo right now. Show you a photo. No. I, uh... My father, I'm just y'all about my dad today, I guess. My my father was actually recruited for Jeopardy twice when I was a kid. He passed, like, went through their preliminary stuff, and they're like, fly down to Burbank and, like, come on down and be, like, you know, a smart person on Jeopardy. And my dad said no twice uh, because he couldn't poop away from home because that – That's a valid thing. That's valid. I had no walls as a kid. That's valid. I could have had braces. We could have had an education and actually been financially stable. But because he could have hold it for like a 48-hour fucking period. It's Portland to Burbank. That's a same-day flight, like an hour. (laughs) Right? I just found this out from my mom. And I'm like, you are, why didn't you divorce him then? Why didn't you just divorce him and send him off in the woods to die like he should have? I don't know. I'm done. All right. <laughs> feedback. Don't clap. Feedback.
2: No clapping for no Ethan clap. Albers. Just feedback about his dead dad. Dead dad. Very funny. That whole thing about your girlfriend uh, telling you about that was very good. Dude, throwing, I've never met someone who talks the more shit very about a funny, dead person. Very
5: funny.
10: She fucking hates this dude. Well, he apparently turned me into a fucking monster. I don't know. So, allegedly. Somebody did it. Good chances are it's him.
6: I mean, it could be 100% your fault, but, like, the you
10: being a monster. Children are innocent, Arjun. We've already had this conversation.
8: I guess my take, Ethan, is, like, I need to believe you, or you need to be, like, a a trustful source for me to like go into your story so for example everyone seemed to like love the poop story but I just thought you were so full of shit from your earlier story uh, that I didn't believe that I couldn't actually buy into uh, your, your oh the anorexic one? yeah because that I don't there was never a point or a clear cue because I don't. I honestly still right this second have no idea how much of that was true or oh, not oh 100% so I, yeah well then I, did everyone else kind of feel like it's a hard a, one to set up it's a, very, a really there's a
10: lot of details I to need go to, into that you
8: can't like you need to just find a way to, like, make me believe yeah. it because I just – it's really all about believability and, like, trust – you being a trustful author right now. Yeah, 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 like yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I think yeah, it's, like,
10: one of those – it's it's such a fucked up situation that, A, I have to get people to believe it, and, B, I have to make sure
8: that they know I'm okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, need to be comfortable exactly. in order to, like, enjoy exactly. laugh for all that stuff. So, like, I feel like that's, like, the main comment is, like, can you – tell the story. And I don't know, tell the story in like an earnest enough way that we mm. with like punchlines and shit, but you know, to sell us on the truth, yeah. the truth of it, you know? I like that.
7: Yeah, is that. Is that true? Cause I'm still, I'm, I'm not, be- I'm an eating disorder therapist and I'm sitting here not really? believing that cause I have oh, clients yeah, who are like go. five They're... foot 95 pounds and no, that is He's skeletal. a big
10: dude. He was a so, big dude. Yeah. yeah. My, I got my height from my father. Uh,
0: So I believed every word because I know you. Uh, And uh, that's something that I think is important. Like in a longer set, I think all this shit's going to work. Yeah. Because like people are going to know you and be like, oh, yeah, he's telling the truth now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Uh, stuff doesn't work in a
10: four minute. So I think
0: (laughs) that like all the jokes that you told will work in a longer form set. Like that was my feedback. I think well, that yeah. they well, I like. Think- I think they need work, but I think like fundamentally the bones are gonna work fine.
10: Yeah. Well, oh, I think the anorexic thing is uh, David's right on that one. It it needs set up better while i was well, saying I mean, it i could can, tell I, it, was, it was garbage
2: but <laughs> you can you can it's if, if you have to set up for a 4 minute set to tell stories like this about your dad that are real and all that just start with like you're a dirtbag that lives on a bus it's so easy for you it all it, you have it, to yeah. do is be like i i have, to the I have a step i have a step but it's it's a way that you can immediately have a true thing that you say that absolutely tells the audience who you are.
10: I I have a lot of other opening stuff that kind of puts me where I'm at. (laughs) So...
9: I, I don't know that. So, that story is like crazy depressing. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. When I was listening to it, I was like, I'm not sure if this is fictional or real. Tragedy
10: and versus comedy, man. Yeah. They're really close it, together. So yeah.
9: I'm totally cool with that. I'm even cool with like an extended depressed fast. But for me, <laughs> I need to pay off.
10: Yeah, 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 with a big laugh. like the
9: dick walking, your dad walking around with his dick. Yeah, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not yeah. enough of a payoff for like the man. Yeah, him.
10: yeah, yeah. For the, the heavyweight. I agree with that, the heavyweight. See, that's why I took it here uh, with you other mentally ill people. Thank you.
2: All right, heavy dicks all over the room. Ethan Albers, yay! Slapping that heavy dick all over. And your next comedian, slapping his heavy dick all over the San Francisco scene with his new room in Oakland on Thursday nights. I haven't been to it yet, but I promise at some point I'm going to go over to Oakland and go to your show. It's not even in Oakland, is it? It's only $10 to get a set. It's only $10 to get Everybody put your hands together for Arjun Banerjee.
6: Up the price to 15 No, just kidding. You guys might be wondering why am I like this? Why do I think my opinions matter? Why am I interrupting people's sets with my opinion? Why? It's because in second grade, I took a test that said I was reading at a fourth grade level and that just kind of snowballed into my entire personality. This is who I am now. Because I read at a fourth grade level! Still do! Just kidding. By seventh grade, I was reading at a ninth grade level. Ninth grade, I was reading at a twelfth grade level and that's when it stops mattering. (laughs) So anyways, that's just who I am as a person. Anyways, that's... Okay, wait. One thing, and then I'm going to launch into a really long bit, which I never do. Do you guys think when rich people die, their friends pour out a 40-year-old cognac? Just kidding. Friend. Rich people don't have friends. Um, okay, that's not funny. I'll move on. So, grinder, I'm on the grinder. The whole bit's going to be about grinder. So, I've learned really easy to have sex with guys I don't want to have sex with. Like, I get a lot of messages from Indian men, and I don't want to date Indian men, but neither does anyone else. <laughs> so, so the guys I do talk to, the guys who I want to have sex with, very, very selective guys. Like this one guy was talking, flirting, things were going great. He was like, hey, got a face pic. I send one. He stops talking to me. Okay. I'm like, okay. Face, not a strong suit but like how pretty does the face that's sucking your dick need to be? You know? Like straight guys, let a fat girl suck your dick. They're so grateful and they love putting things in their mouth. (laughs) That's their main problem. Anyways, anyways, I'll move on. Anyways, my, my (laughs) so, so, so. Talking to this other guy, things are going even better. Got past the face. Then he sends me a dick pic, and oh my god, this is a pretty dick. Nice looking dick. So, I don't want to be rude, I send one back. And he stops talking to me. Because apparently, unlike him, I have an ugly dick, and he was not down for a Beauty and the Beast style dick situation. I thought that was going to be the big punchline of the joke. But we'll move on. But like, so, dick also not a strong suit. But like straight dudes. <laughs> but like ha- but like how pretty does the dick attached to the guy who's sucking your dick need to be, right? <laughs> like straight dudes, let a fat transgendered person suck your dick. They're so- oh, I fucked it up. Let a fat tranny suck your dick. They're so grateful and they love putting things in your mouth. Their mouths. That's their main problem. Well, that and being called trannies. They don't like that cuz that's a slur. <laughs> That's the slur alarm. <laughs> it went off. Woo woo woo. So like people are like, oh, what should I call them? But they're like, call them people or Sheila. If they're instead of transitioning from a man to a woman, they're transitioning from a man to a total bitch. <laughs> Never met a Sheila I liked. Every single time I meet someone named Sheila, I'm like, Ugh, your name sounds like you're a bitch, and they're like, Why would you say that? And I'm like, Ugh, bitch. <laughs> okay, that's also not funny. We're we're working out punchlines. I wrote this all last night, very proud of myself. So, moving on. So, Summation, face, not a strong suit. Dick, not a strong suit. Torso, more of a fat suit. (laughs) So I'm really looking for a man who's into feet or knees and hoping both of those are in his wheelhouse. But one guy, one guy suggested, you know what I do is I send butthole pics. And how are you supposed to take those pictures? Like... (laughs) You need two hands to spread your butt cheeks. Like, what are you supposed to be like? Like, Dad, I need a favor. (laughs) Get the camera. No, the only person who I think would take that would be like a significant other, and they would ask, Why do you need this? And you'd say, For when you inevitably leave me. And then they'd listen to the beginning of this set and be like, You're right. Take some for me, too. (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. That's the end of that joke.
2: Arjun Banerjee! The dad dad thing at the end is the funniest thing in that set about having your dad take your butt. Dad, I need a favor. That's the strongest line in the set. And just be careful because I'm a skinny, you're a skinny person. It's hard to be a skinny person and tell fat people jokes. I've tried, I tried. In my first year of comedy, boy did I want to make jokes about fat people. But you just can't do it. You can't. They think you're a cunt, even like they hear it and they're like, what, a, you know, you just, they will not like you. Thin people, no matter, how, and I've tried so many different ways. I'm just saying, learn from me. Thin people can't do fat people jokes unless they used to be fat or unless the joke starts with, I used to be fat. They can't, they can't take it. It's worse than, it's worse than using the N word. It's worse. I'm telling you, fat
5: people, yeah, it is. If you get the fat people,
4: yeah, but think about all the people you've never heard of who lost their curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what would have
3: happened
5: if you'd
4: call someone Yeah, yeah. They're a fatty! They're a fatty! They're a uh, <laughs> Yeah. He would be dead. Uh, I- I, I like I sort of agree with that I think that the fat jokes You make about girls Are fine I think like the fat jokes You make about yourself Didn't really work um, But I thought the fat girl Sucking dicks worked But I thought it would Have been funny <laughs> you I thought it would have been Funny if you had Like You said like you're, so you're saying that these guys don't want you to suck their dick because they don't like your face. And then you're saying straight guys let fat girls suck their dicks. But I think you should be like, well, fi- well, straight guys already, like, make it as th- seem as though, like, straight guys are already, like, down to have fat girls suck their dicks? Like, everyone knows that they're better at giving blowjobs. But then, and then maybe you could think about it and be like, but I guess, like... I guess a lot of them have pretty faces or something. Like make it somehow like the contrast between like, fit, like you're getting rejected for your oh well, I don't know uh, this is just a suggestion. Um, the other thing I kind of I kind of like how it, the second thing you say is almost it, is like very parallel like the fat trannies love putting things in their mouths. Um, but I also feel like it could potentially, I don't know to some extent it could be different if it was like analogous but then like a totally different example like it didn't have to do with the trannies being fat and putting things in their mouths but it still had to do with like how attractive does this dick have to be and then be like but you know like can you uh, have someone suck your dick if they have like a huge bush or something I don't know like maybe I, I mean that example's not good but like Maybe it would work better if it weren't totally parallel, but I did still like the parallelism. And also, I think for the spreading your butt cheek, you could you could describe yeah, your dad taking a picture or like getting a tripod or something, or like having a selfie stick where you like step on the selfie stick on the ground and then the selfie stick like goes, <laughs> between, your leg- <laughs> goes between your legs and then like takes the. I've I've heard it works. I've never tried, but anyway.
5: Uh, <laughs>
7: okay.
3: Okay,
7: <yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> So, I really like the line... um, I like the line, face pick. I feel like that got a little bit lost in there for some reason, but I loved it. Um, And also, the line about, like, other dudes don't want to have sex with Indian guys. Like, apparently, nobody else... There was just, like, something in there about that. I don't remember exactly what you said, but it was... um, that was really good, and I, I just agree like don't do fat don't do fat girl jokes, and I disagree with you need like don't do fat trans jokes either, like I just think you're I think you're better than that like that's why I'm saying like I've I've seen your stuff before.
8: What's, sorry,
7: are you s- straight?
8: No, you're gay. <laughs> are you bi? You're bi. Yeah, you're bi.
6: I've mentioned it in every single one. Of my <laughs> that I can't go
5: 30 seconds.
8: Cool that what you're <laughs> by or you're Bye. you're by. Okay, I think you just need to sell us a little bit more on the earnestness of your like situation because you don't have.
6: I no. <laughs>
8: you because I've heard this and I think the, maybe the reason that I well I guess you're not receptive to feedback, but. <laughs>
6: well, it's, 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 I'm not gonna. I don't want to be like okay. This what like I need to sell my sexuality. To, like no, you, you need, to a need to fucking
8: with- like just like Ethan. You need to like convince us a little bit spend a little bit of time with us to let us know like why you feel this way or why this is something that you're really dealing with like,
2: I, di- I didn't know you were gay and i've known you for a couple weeks now and i had no idea a
11: couple
8: weeks i what? think
2: months okay and when you
8: say yo but seriously
11: you need to wear a rainbow fly. i didn't know you were gay but seriously when know. you say but
8: dude there's I, there's something about your personality that's very sort of like fun and whimsical and so i think when even though you've Thank said you. these things and i've heard the words I kind of feel like maybe you're like fucking around, that you're on Grindr and this is like a joke because it's comedy, but I actually was never sold on the reality of that. And I've seen you like three times now, so I think it might be worth considering why just setting up your situation a little bit more, talking about, some people don't, you know, just talking about the truth of it before getting into it. Because I was honestly okay. like didn't believe, I don't know, it just took a second.
11: I, I still don't believe you, I think you're straight and white.
5: <laughs>
8: <laughs> yeah.
12: Madison has one last comment then we gotta move on um, I think you could just elaborate on what makes a dick pretty and huh? like, yeah thank so you <laughs> is that universal
2: yeah. it's yeah. just hard to describe Ab- absolutely go into detail everybody put your hands together for I know he's gay now he I- outed himself Arjun Banerjee yay it's an out party yay I had no idea alrighty your next comedian yeah, he's sitting in the front row with his cute little sweater vest on today.
13: Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's not a sweater. It's like he's like, this is, today Is he comes from work, and he looks like, what did you kind of fit? Yes. Oh, well, I, you don't know. He just looks like a techie douche like all the others, but I don't even know what he does in real life. Put your hands together, everybody. It's very tall and funny. Cole Chapman.
14: Yeah. Cool. That was a cool song to come up to. Uh, no, I'm only wearing this sweater vest. Uh, because uh, I have massive pit stains and I don't want to show you guys, so, you're welcome. Uh, I was in the bathroom, like, examining, like, ooh, show your pits, is that what you, oh, because it's like, show your tits, I get it. No, were you going for that? No, no. Oh, then I'm the uh, asshole, all right. My joke, I'm hilarious, guys, thank you, that's my time, all right. Um, I gotta actually do jokes, uh... There's too much TV going on, right, sir? There's too much TV going on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think, like, it's, it's, it's uh, overbearing to try to catch up on a lot of it. Uh, but I think the worst part about all this TV is all the theories that people come up with, like, about TV, like Game of Thrones in particular. You know, Yay! like, that's. Yeah, good show, shit theories. Like, everybody has their own goddamn theory of what what is gonna do. Ooh, Sansa. Like, someone asked me today, they're like, ooh, man, you think Sansa's gonna make it next season? I was like, I don't know, man. You think our friendship's gonna make it past this conversation? Probably not. I fucking hate this conversation. Like, dude, we'll find out. Just wait. <laughs> Just wait a few months. You'll get there. You don't have to fucking chomp at the bit the whole time. It's ridiculous. And uh, that's that joke. It worked out okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> Uh, I Kind of awkward with girls. Uh, That's a thing I'm trying to work on. Stand-up, you know, it helps. Uh, Getting your dreams crushed repeatedly. It's like kind of the same thing, kind of. So, but like I I need, I need, I can't go to a girl and like talk to them out of the blue like sober. It's just not, it's not even in the design doc. Like not even going to happen. That's a tech joke. Not even going to happen. Is it though? Does it work? no okay cool no did i no did i I was just like here's a word uh and uh whatever okay uh so but the problem is like when i drink i end up drinking like too much and then i blackout, and like it's it's kind of a problem um i'm kind of like a drunk hulk do you know what i mean like bruce banner he gets like mad and then he turns into a hulk and he forgets everything and he wakes up in a field only in his underpants like same thing just booze but the only thing I, like instead of like ruining a whole city block like when I wake up, like I've only just ruined one girl's brunch plans and she's just kind of like, she's like, could you leave? I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't know where my clothes are. I thought you'd know. She's like, no, I don't. <laughs> we didn't even go to bed together. We just, I came in and found you like this.
5: <laughs>
14: That's right, we're in a cornfield. It's a little weird. Uh. Yeah, so uh, I had a. I have trouble with uh, talking to exes about past relationships. Does anybody else have this? Does this ever come up like in a relationship? Someone talks about your past and stuff. Uh, And I was never really good at it. Well, I learned my lesson once uh, because one of my ex girlfriends was like, uh, she asked me straight up, she was like, how many girls have you slept with? Uh, and I was at a period where I'm like keeping it 100 with everybody. I'm going to be honest. So I told her, and uh, she did not like the answer. Not at all. Uh, we got into a huge fight. Uh, and I was like, to be fair, I was only sober for like three. So like the rest don't really count. Uh, so but I learned my lesson because she got so mad at me. It was like a really it was a traumatic experience. So I learned my lesson. Now, uh, when it comes to like revealing how many people I've slept with in the past, uh, I'm more like, like Clinton honest. You know what I mean? <laughs> But they're like, how many girls do you stuff with? I'm like, well, I will gladly release those transcripts uh, when my competition does. And they're like, you're the only one here. I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'll release the information when my competition does. Thank you. All right, that's it. Thanks, guys. Yay.
2: Yay. I like it when Cole Chapman tells jokes. Yay. He's funny. Yay.
5: <laughs>
4: Feedback, go. Firstly, congratulations on having slept with a lot of people. Um, at least 3. I like when okay. Uh, I like so this idea of you like waking up naked in a girl's bed and not having any idea of what happened. I feel like other people are going to hate this suggestion, but it could be funny if you try to like play like potentially start accusing them of rape. I don't know if um, maybe not. Yeah. Or alternatively <laughs> or people love rape or, jokes, or or especially from you, white guys. <laughs>
14: <laughs> love it. Can't get enough. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> 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 so, but, creep.
2: but to her yeah. credit, you just did a rape joke and we all laughed and yeah. it was very, very yeah. funny. Just now that just happened and that was funny. I don't
14: know. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: To my laughs> In a
2: way. you sure. shaking yeah. your titties like that and going, well, right, right, That's funny. That's...
4: <laughs> or like, um, or like you have a girl, you tell this, you describe yourself, wait, like waking up not knowing anything that's happened. You have this happen where a girl wakes up in your bed and has no idea what happens and then she like freaks the fuck out and you're like what's the big deal like I do this all the time yeah, I like at least I'm giving you back your clothes okay like other people have not extended the same courtesy yeah, to I know me. what the problem
14: is you don't have your brunch plans intact. Yeah anymore. yeah, oh, yeah. See, it's a go. great a tag callback.
4: the brunch tag tag te- te- yeah that's right te- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you.
14: it's brunch plans is funny. Thank
2: you. Good I, punchline.
4: I think when you say talking you said like talking to ex-girlfriends about past lovers that was confusing. Cause yeah. I think you said talking to girlfriends. Sure. Cuz that was us until yeah, yeah. paint clear.
14: Thank you, thank you.
3: Uh, yeah, I was really, I really like all the brunch stuff. Like that was all, that the whole stuff. But I would just say the only, like it's a small thing. But at the end, when you say the Clinton truth, like I'm, I instantly assumed you're talking about like Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. And then on. it was, it was obvious once you, actually you went you. with the joke. Really, the the switch up was that intentional or was it? Because then I found myself just confused about which Clinton you were talking about. Oh, I say
14: I live in 2016, so yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really in the 98. Yeah, It's so not really yeah, my thing. I don't know. I, anyways, it's, it's kind of a baby. you it know, is, it's, kinda, it's
3: just, you know.
14: Yeah, no, that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. a as, good. That's a
3: reads history books. They're okay, they're not know. very honest,
14: I think. Right, as a family, yeah, they don't yeah, have a great reputation for honesty. So I think just, it just works took me
3: out way. of it, where because sure. the joke totally makes sense, like what you're saying, but I was just then more.
14: Of, I wasn't even
2: thinking about what you were saying I was just thinking about you were talking That's about a fair point go extend brunch more uh, ruin the <laughs> brunch plans how no 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 but like okay. how because you kind of did but you, uh, I imagine you're on her couch and she wants you to get the fuck out of her house so you've ruined her brunch plans but you can go into depth there and make it really unique and funny and specific to you
9: alright I agree with the point about Hillary Clinton. It's not worth making it confusing unless there's an underlying joke there. Like if there's like if you're getting at a both Bill and Hillary thing. Otherwise, it serves no purpose. Sure. But then like more broadly, I've seen you a couple of times now. I think you're really really funny. Oh, thank you. Uh, I think one of the Likewise. issues. One of the issues, and I I know this is like kind of a mic in which you're working on stuff, but your swagger when you come on stage, it's like you're just like dripping insecurity at times. And then you have, I'm dripping
14: (laughs) insecurity?
9: (laughs) Insecurity, pardon me. I'm dripping, like, (laughs) so secure. (laughs) But the crazy thing is, you are actually super, super... When you're hitting it's really great. And then like in between jokes, it's like really insecure for no reason. It's so like perform
5: yeah.
9: all the way through a little bit. Cause okay. it takes people out. Cause then people are like, Oh, this guy's a scrub. When the jokes you're telling right. are killing like a lot of oh. the time. So oh. I just, okay. Okay. well, thank you. Thoughts, yeah.
8: also, one quick comment. When you say like, you want to keep it at a hundred, you said that right along the time when you're talking about how many women you're sleeping with. So yeah. oh, it makes it sound like you may have keep slept with a hundred. I would love to. So
14: don't, however, that's not.
8: Yeah. I also didn't have exactly a clear idea how many you slept with. Basically, basically for a reason. what he was saying, is Omar? Because of what Omar was saying, with like, because you're so insecure. I don't know if you might need to clarify it. Because I was like, did you sleep with three? Did you sleep with a, a hundred? Because you're
14: handsome. I, like, I think you might. Honestly, all... I can't tell you. But I got a lot. Yeah. It,
11: it'd be a funny punch but, at the. Oh, sorry. Well, let's know if it's a
14: lot or a little, You know. Oh, okay.
11: I mean, it could be funny at the end when you're like, um, to be fair, I was drunk for th- three of them, so most of them, or something like that. You know. Yeah.
14: Like a little turn at the end. Ooh, a little turn like
2: <laughs> I think I think that turn. people can tell by your 25-year-old look that it's not. I mean, it's not like it's not a scary number. It's not like you're like the AIDS king over here or anything. I mean, come on, like he's. <laughs>
14: that's, that's true.
2: Anyway, end on always AIDS, oh, AIDS. AIDS AIDS and rape. The rape joke was very funny.
14: Yep. That's please tell your friends. Cole Chapman. Pre-cause rape joke is <laughs> <Jokester. laughs>
2: Clap wildly <laughs> for Cole Chapman. No, Yay! <laughs> Yay. We're moving right along. Your next comedian, uh Really funny guy. He's going to be at the punchline tomorrow night. Put your hands together. It's David Roth.
13: Down on Potrero.
8: Yeah. Arjun. Oh, my God. We've bombed together like four times in a row. I'm super insecure when you're in the same room as me. (laughs) Adding on to that the sexual tension that we all just experienced, this is going to go awesome. Do you have something to say? Do you have something to say? You look like you're going to raise your hand again.
5: Yeah, I didn't feel like
8: I bombed three of those four times. (laughs) Oh man, it's working out. Um, all right, <laughs> now onto things that I can <laughs> work on later. Um, yeah, I can be. I'm a little bit. I'm self-loathing. Clearly, I think we all get that. The self-loathing Jew. That's you guys know the type, like Richard Lewis and Larry David, Woody uh, Woody Allen. Um, but the thing about self-loathing Jews, like it makes the end of relationships really tr- tricky. Because, like, the, wo- the moment a woman starts hating you, like, that's the moment we start having a whole lot in common. Like, <laughs> was that a mocking laugh? <laughs> it's going to be totally thrown off. Like, this one girl, Vanessa, she's like, this isn't working for me. I'm like, this has never been working for me. Um, she's like, do you know what it is about you? I'm like, uh, is it? I don't know boundary issues. I'm in my own head, overly sensitive, poor communicator, incompetent lover, Jewy nose, a- <laughs> asymmetrical nipples, and she's like, "Well, that's a start." <laughs> I'm like, "Actually, like, I feel like we're connecting right now. Do you want to like go talk about our shortcomings over a, gra- a glass of Shiraz?" <laughs> Trying out new shit. Um, Woman, here's the thing: you get, you don't get though, Okay, I am not attached to this body and/or personality at all. Like, I know you watch, like, home and garden television, like, this can be completely renovated. <laughs> um, but it's like, yeah, just sometimes just finding myself being, like, asking a woman, like, what she wants. Like, wh- you know, is it, like, a British guy is like, hello, I'm Henry. Hello, fancy a shag? Or another character that I could think of. Um, so, yeah, my. Uh, <laughs> some weird shit going on my wife ex-wife now uh, she had a late she had a latex alert a latex are you okay brian what's going on all right cool uh my wife had a latex allergy um and she like did not i don't know if any of you ladies tried like the nuva ring that shit is crazy yeah. pam pam's definitely like yeah no you just like the moment she like stuck it in it was just like and then just that thing is like fucking monster serum like women go fucking nuts Uh, So, anyway, we basically ended up using lambskin condoms for, like, the entire time of our relationship. We used lambskin condoms for, like, 11 years. Um, Yeah. Did you guys, like, yeah. Did you, like, realize how uncomfortable I am at petting zoos? (laughs) It is just, I'll just be, like, stroking a little of this lamb, just starting to sweat and I'll be like, you know, we're about to leave and I'll just whisper and it's here like, later, see in my wife's vagina. <laughs> um, my friends always give me like a ton of shit because I'm a lambskin condom wearer and I'm also a vegetarian, <laughs> which is. <laughs> yeah, they always fuck with me. Like we went out to a restaurant, this one guy just ordered mutton chop just to like fucking get it in my head. Uh, he was like, "Dave, I know you won't eat this, but do you want me to save some of this later for your dick?" I'm like, "Is that how it's supposed to be read?" I w- okay, thanks, Pam. Uh, besides that, yeah, I'm just tired. Like, I think the reason we got divorced was just I was constantly being like emasculated. Like, it was just all these, all these fucking activities. We were members of a wine club, uh, the Container Store. Um, what's up, Joey? We we're <laughs> This is my new shit. I'm trying to remember what this joke is. Wine club container. Container store, I just, it's like, why is it to, like, have sex with a woman you have to, did I already say this part? <laughs> why is it to have sex with a woman you have to spend, like, 90% of your time doing activities of a gay man? Like, just going to all this, all these fucking places. Like, the container store, like, that would get my wife, like, aroused. But I could not have sex, like, within 24 hours of going to the container store. <laughs> Like after looking at Alpha shelving for four hours, like it's not gonna be a good for me. Like, um, fuck, I'm forgetting this joke. All right, I've been David. Thanks, guys.
2: David Roth, funny new stuff. Comments, people.
6: So, uh, oh, uh, the lamb thing. There's like lambs are in the Bible a lot, right? Yeah. And so, if you're definitely, like, open, like, if, if, I mean, if you're leading with your Jewish stuff, and then you go into the lambskin condoms, if they know you're Jewish, I think there's something there. Like what? I, I don't know. Like, the sacrificial lamb, that's a Bible thing. You have to sacrifice a lamb, that's another Bible thing. That's a... And f- right, right, you
2: said right. red at one point, and that was, like, lamb is red, and meat, you know? Sacrifice
0: there's a virgin, sacrifice a lamb.
2: Hey!
5: All hey! kinds of blood, there. blood involved, meat. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Uh one thing I would say it's a small thing but it happened a couple times in your set uh, just call her your ex-wife throughout because calling your wife makes me sad for you
5: oh. uh, and then I can't laugh oh,
8: okay, yeah, oh. Cool.
5: Oh, she is my ex-wife processing. so that
8: should work yeah
4: processing
2: cool the camera, yeah, thank like, you
5: in
4: the Divorces are hard. Oh. I, I, kind of I sort of like yeah. when you call your wife, and then you're like, oh, I just divorced, like that kind of misdirection. Um, David, I'm not, uh, I wasn't fully convinced at the beginning of your set that you were Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, honestly, I, thought, I think I thought you were Middle Eastern when I first met you, and the audience might think the same thing, except for your last name. Do people tell you you look Middle, Middle Eastern? I guess Jews are Middle Eastern. You know, yes, Jewish. a lot of them. Middle yeah. Eastern. Yeah. Good point. All right, anyway, um, I just wanted to make fun of you for that. Uh, I do have some real notes. Um, I think the renovating personality thing is really funny. I wanted, like, you to say, like, um... Because when you say, like, yes, I think you should start with, like, I'm open to, like, totally redoing, yeah. like, my body, which is, like, something people know what that means, basically. Yeah, and then you say, like, or my personality. Yeah. And I think it could be right. funny when you say, like, British, if you're also, like, do you want me to just, like, recreate myself as, like, a very confident guy who knows exactly who he is? Like, I'll do it. That could <laughs> be funny. funny. Um, yeah, it's funny. Okay. <laughs> I wanted you to... <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted you to blame. To
8: bl- <laughs>
4: I wanted you to. Uh, I think the. I think everyone can agree that the uh, the feedback part of joke workshop is consistently better than the joke <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm just. I'm. I'm being mean today. Um. I wanted you to blame your divorce on the nuva ring or the lambskin. I think like blaming it on the lambskin would be very funny. Um. Especially if it's, like, her blaming you for the lambskin or something. Because <laughs> then, like, she's, like, met a guy who's open to using, like, jaguar skin or whatever. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of dumb. But, like, some kind of, like, parallel. I also thought a funny mystery, Like This might be, like, kind of hacky. But, like, when you're describing how she made you do all these feminine activities, they're all things I can, like, kind of see you wanting to do. So maybe at the oh. end, you're, like, she was, <laughs> like, you describe the activities you have to do. And then you're, like, yeah, she just fucking could not take one more trip to the container store or whatever. Like, yeah. something like that. I don't know. Well, it's not that good. But I like this my, my, my series is not that good. That's y- really good. Your
2: list was really good. That list yeah. in the beginning where you brought Juno's out, yeah, that was really funny. That, like, and then it was off-putting, and so it was funny. But <laughs> that whole
11: list was really good. Um, I also wanted to call back the lambskin condoms to being Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I don't know if this is too far, but you jews don't have foreskin then you're putting a lambskin on there yeah. maybe it's a sacrificial way that in god's eyes you're really anyways i had that same note uh same thought um at the end maybe you would rather go to a petting zoo because that's what gets you going right, like right. the lambs
2: <laughs> oh mary had a little lamb
11: uh,
14: so like how many like lambskin condoms did you go through over your 11 years because like not once did you go condomless like that not, not once you were married. Not once?
8: One yeah, we we had, one, a, we, one had, time. Plan, we had a plan B situation a couple times.
14: Okay, a couple times. Oh, that but that wasn't like a steady birth control thing. No. Like she or hated or not, lambs.
3: Whole
15: like how
14: much did she hate lambs?
3: What? Why? Why yeah. You,
14: that yeah, not yeah. catch filling. it
2: they're trying to solve your <laughs> marriage by they're saying that back. you didn't have real intimacy because <laughs> you had used condoms all the time we're we, we're gonna have a therapy session for David Roth later but right now clap for him yay therapy later jokes now your next comedian funny lady has a lot to say tonight did someone give her a pot treat put your hands together it's Ginny Hogan
4: I'm sorry that I've been so mean to everyone tonight. Uh, Fortunately, Arjun is here. Oh, he's gone. I was going to say I look nicer by comparison, uh, but he's gone. All right, guys, I, uh, where are you going? All right, I'll, we'll wait, we won't. Um, I think that whoever said like, actions speak louder than words like probably had a very soft voice because my, like, my natural speaking voice is so loud. Like I can't imagine what my actions would have to be to be louder than my voice. Like I'd probably have to, I'm gonna do it. I'd probably have to like do like. <laughs> no. no, it's still not louder. Still not working. Um, I've always wanted to like get pregnant, like for the tits, because <laughs> <and> <laughs> to get out of lambskin. Uh, because I can only imagine that like, if like someone knocked me up, I'd be able to guilt him into paying for a boob job. I ran into this guy I uh, met, like, freshman year of college recently, and we hooked up. And then afterwards, he was like, why did we never hook up freshman year? And I was like, okay, do you honestly expect me to provide a reason for, like, everyone I've never hooked up with? Like, that is just a ridiculous... Thing to ask, like I've met probably like hundreds, if not thousands, of guys, and I'm now supposed to like, like the burden of proof is on me to explain why each of them were unfuckable at the time. <laughs> Just makes no- And then he was like, "Oh no, wait, it's because I was like dating that girl the whole year," and I was like, "No, it wasn't." Like,
7: I don't know. I
4: don't know. This isn't going well. Huh. Um, I, uh, I don't usually like to like the. Fir- I don't enjoy like the first time having sex with a new person. Um, I think it's kind of like when you real. Yeah, I know, guys love it. It's like, maybe they'll find, like, the mythical micro vagina or something. But, like, I um I don't enjoy it. I think it's because it's kind of like when you are a kid and you just have, like, just realized, or you haven't yet realized that your family's really weird. And, like, you tell your friends, like, some, like, thing your family does. You're like, oh, everyone thinks it's, like, funny. Or, like, my parents think it's fun to, like, leave me in the back of the car with, like, the heat on because it's, like, a sauna or whatever. And everyone's like, that's really weird. I feel like that's what it's like, like, the first time you, like, have sex with someone new, like, they don't yet know that all of the, like, you think that what you're doing is normal, and they're like, this is really weird, no one else does that. Um, I, uh, you know how Google has, like, an I'm feeling lucky button, where if you click on it, you can just, like, go to the first web page? I feel like it'd be fun, and, yeah, you just go to the first page of the search result. I feel like it'd be fun if, like, Tinder had an I'm feeling lucky button, (laughs) where you just have to, like, sleep, I I feel like also, I feel like this is, I don't know. Some maybe they have it or something or it's like sounds familiar to me, but anyway like yeah You have to just sleep with the first person you match with Um, I think the issue though is that like we all know No one would want to use it because we all know who would use it right like the only people who would select into it You guys know right? It would just be you It would just be like the really hot girls because like they're the ones who are just overloaded with options on tinder I also think it could be fun. Well, I like kind of try to implement this. I'm feeling lucky. I'm always feeling lucky, so I try to implement this for <laughs> <laughs> for Uber. Uh, I just get into random cars and like hope they're going where I want to go. Uh, it's great. <laughs> um, I uh, I was at the airport and um, actually I'm gonna end with something different. You guys are gonna hate this. I uh, <laughs> so I I'm a, I believe in interracial dating. Okay, let me just start with that. <laughs> As opposed to rest Yeah. Uh, but I have to say. I think this, um... I, uh, this, like, this thing with the white guys and Asian girls, like, it's really, it's orphaning a lot of Asian guys and white girls, and, like, people think the Asian guys are getting screwed, but it's actually the white girls, because, like, Asian guys can support themselves financially, like... <laughs> i more, but I know people are going to hate it. All right, I'm done. Hogan. Jenny Hogan! Comments for Jenny Hogan.
16: I want to hear the rest of the joke. I want to hear what you didn't want to say.
4: Um, I was going to say that this trend of, like, white women waiting until... Like, I think that the white women who wait until their 30s get married don't realize the financial burden that they're putting on their parents. And then I was going to say, like... <laughs> say like um, some, I'm trying to get into mindfulness so like sometimes I just take a step back to like be in the present and like listen to the way I say things and then when I do that I'm like I don't think I'd hire me either. <laughs> so just you know like yeah that's why I didn't say it. <laughs> no. I <don't>,
3: first <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I like the uh, the actions speak louder than words bit but I think you could you could shorten it to just saying that um the person who ever came up with that had never met me or something like that where instead of saying they must have had a quiet voice like it just kind of yeah, distracts from what yeah. you're going for, I think. Um, that's good. And then I really like the, uh, the, the misdirect with the, I think you just need to sell it more, but the misdirect with the, the only people who would use the I'm feeling lucky on Tinder are the really attractive people. Like, I think there's, you just need to expand on it a bit more, but okay. I, I like that All idea, right. yeah.
2: Is that, is that, did you just, that's a joke, it's not real, I'm feeling lucky, it's a Google thing. It's a Google thing. Yeah. Right, it's not like an actual Tinder no, thing. It's not an Okay, that's funny then. I, I, really, I, I, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I didn't, I don't, t- I don't understand any of that. But that is a scary concept. Yeah. I really Th- it, like it, that part. You you
5: no, no, I was just gonna okay. say that $40. if you, it if it swipe you right. if it
2: swipes right for you, that's terrible. Yeah. Like I'm feeling lucky, like the computer chooses whether. I'm sorry, oh, that's, that's so scary. Kind of funny. Not like, because I'm feeling lucky would mean that the computer would choose where you're going. Oh so that means God. that like they swipe yeah. right on the
7: most randomest thing, yeah. like the weird dick pic out of nowhere. I liked the Uber, taking it to the Uber. Okay. Um, and also, but I didn't get why the hot girls would use it, because I feel like they're the ones who are inundated, so, so they w- they wouldn't want to use that. Well, that's,
4: like, the joke, is that they clearly wouldn't. Like, if
7: it had something like that, it would just be, like, the grossest people. Uh-huh. So I maybe mean, it's not. Okay, they would, okay. And I like going to the, like, 30-year-old white women on their, like, parents, whatever, but you could, I think you could go further with that, like, on their, like, parents, like, Netflix account or, like, family plan
11: or something, yeah. Yeah, like, dad feels too bad to take you off of the phone account until you're married or whatever it is that white, yeah. Um, uh, I was going to say... Oh, uh, you need to expand that, uh, why hot girls would pick it. Maybe yeah. it's, like, the the chance to finally be, like, a little, like, on edge, like, scared, oh, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they always have, like, comfortable yeah. options. I don't know. Yeah. I think
8: the, you could also just talk about how dumb I'm feeling lucky is. I mean, first of all, not a lot of people know what that is. I feel like you shouldn't assume that people understand yeah. that. And then on top of that, it's just so... It is dumb. It's so yeah. dumb. And then, yeah, I think just, like, listing out the different... Yeah. the different things it's also i think you can make fun of like indian pre-arranged marriages too um but i like that oh, you were funny.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah
8: but i like the way that you lost like started exactly. listing it but i feel like it's just like more scenarios quicker and yeah. what they do yeah. i think yeah. the actions yeah. speak lo- i mean i thought the pregnant for the tits was really funny <laughs> right now the actions speak louder than words was like it, it wasn't it, it, c- c- it was it's not like yeah you need another way into that i mean it could work but yeah
2: all right, clap your hands wildly. Jenny Hogan! Yay! Yeah. Hey, Omar, are you willing to do a set with no comments? Yeah. All right. We're going to have our next comedian. He's not going to do comments. He's just going to do a set because he is later at the Funny Fest thing at Brainwash. So we're going to accommodate him right now. Put your hands together. Clap them in a wild, slappy like fashion for Omar. Correge!
9: This is, that's my style of music. Vaguely Latino. Um, I don't know, I was in Chicago recently. I like Chicago. Uh, and I was walking around with a basketball. And if you ever walk around with a basketball, you have unjustified confidence. I, I was still me, but like, I felt like Allen Iverson. I was like, dude, I'm gonna cross some bitches up tonight. So I saw this white car and I was like, I'm gonna break his ankles. So I like, did a little juke move in front of his car. It didn't land successfully. Mm-hmm. He was pissed off, but I crossed the street anyways, and I got into the car with my cousins. This guy was pretty pissed, though. Before we could drive off, he comes and cuts our car off, and he gets out and just starts yelling. And let me just tell you what this guy looks like. Do you guys know DJ Khaled? Yeah. yeah. This guy looks like an out-of-shape DJ Khaled. I know that DJ Khaled's out of shape. This guy is a fucking mess, all right? He gets out of the car and is just yelling, and my brother like come, jumps out of the car to our defense. And he was like, I'm going to fight you. And they're yelling at each other now. The pre-fight yells. And uh, the problem is they suck at insults. Like This guy looks like he's the captain of ISIS's sumo wrestling team. And the best insult my brother could come up with is... Come at me, you little bitch. Which isn't that good. To which he responded, "Yeah, I'm coming at you, you Pakistani rat." And that was terrible. We did not expect that to happen. We did not expect a guy who looked like a bloated Saddam Hussein to be racist. That was a surprise to us all. So my brother and him were fighting. Like they were, they were getting pretty close to each other. They hadn't yet started punching, but they were still fighting. Like they're. Bumping up against one another, chest to chest, as tough guys do. But that's not a great position to start fighting from, you know what I mean? Like, like here's how I know it's not a good position to fight. If one of them puckered up, they would have just been kissing, you know? <laughs> that's too close. My, my cousin Iman, like, realized the danger of the situation, so she jumps out of the car and she's like, hey guys, cool it. Which has never worked to defuse a fight like it, ever. Like, you know what we need? We need a chill pill in here. We need to take it down a couple notches. That's not going to be successful. But then we realized like the error in our ways. So we all gathered her back in the car. And we all got back in the car and drove away. We backed out and drove away. 15 minutes later, I hear thuds on the side of the car door. And it was DJ Khaled again, throwing quarters at us. I've never known monetarily how much someone hated me until that moment. <laughs> this guy hated me at least $10 worth. <laughs> He might have hated me more, but he just ran out of change at that point. He was like, stop, pull over. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. So we drove by a police station to avoid this guy. So anyways, we finally shake him. And I'm feeling like, okay, I need to like give back to society. Because I feel bad that I put us all in this situation. So I found a homeless woman, and I gave her a dollar. <laughs> That's how I deal with my problems. So she grabs onto my arm and says, be careful for your safety. I was pretty spooked. But then she grabbed my arm tighter and said, I'll always be watching you. I was like, did I just get haunted in real time? It's the first time it's ever happened to me. So we're pretty spooked. And so we're driving again for 30 more minutes. And it's DJ Khaled again behind us. At this point, we were really scared. So we called the cops. And uh, the cops didn't do anything for us. And we just drove to Wisconsin. That's how much We are just pussies. We just drove to Wisconsin. And the reason the cops didn't do anything for us is because they were like, yeah, he's throwing quarters at you. There is gun violence here. I can't uh, can't just <laughs> deal with quarter-based crimes. This is fucking Chicago, bitch. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to my
1: story. <laughs>
2: going to do one more four-minute set, and then we're going to get back to the Joke Workshop, part of the Joke Workshop. Your next comedian, he's in a show at 8 o'clock, too, so put your hands together for Quatema!
17: Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Sweet. Fuck yeah. Uh, Some new material for you guys. Uh, Here's a thought. Do turtles have itchy backs? They say black don't crack. That's bullshit. I know like 10 black people are on crack right now. Oh, damn. Okay, guys. (laughs) Do you guys remember uh, that old, uh, what's it called? Clap on. The lights would turn on and off, and you just clap, clap on, clap off, you know, all that stuff. I hate that shit because I used to live with my uncle, and, uh, you know, my uncle was a good-looking dude. He has green eyes, long hair, brown skin. He would come with fucking, like, lovely, like, white girls, Asian girls, whatever. He just brought them to the house. And I used to sleep on the couch. And every day, he'll have sex with these chicks. And all you will hear him, like, just, like, his nuts, like, clapping from the back. Like, <laughs> just hear that all the time. And just, like, the lights will turn on and off. And it got hella awkward. Okay, no. Yeah. You, I guess you guys don't have a cool uncle. Um, yes. I remember when... Uh, when we're really poor Like me, my uncle, my mom, my grandma We used to sleep in a hotel And it's like My grandma has like the middle Because she's old My uncle's on the left side My mom's on the right side But I'm right next to my uncle So every time like We're about to go to sleep You know, they'll pray or whatever I'm about to pass out And I'm on the edge of the bed I'm about to fall And I, you know Usually, you know, your uncle or Whoever's gonna grab onto you Or hold onto you Or like hug him or whatever No, I didn't do that I fucking fell off the bed But I hold onto my uncle's dick Like in the edge I was like ah, I'm gonna fucking fall Okay, no <laughs> I thought it was fucking funny because it really did happen. But um, well, let's see what I was want to talk about. I, I feel like, you know, this is not a joke. But if if white people, well, it's not even not white people, just the government. If you don't like black, if you don't if. if Well, what kind of white people are you guys, Democrats, Republicans? Okay. Uh, I feel like if you don't like somebody, leave them alone. You know what I mean? Just leave them the fuck alone. That's not a joke. It's just a little message right there. (laughs) Trying to do a little Bill Hicks there, you know, mix it up. Uh, Let's see. yeah, man, I feel pretty good. Uh, I haven't done stand-up in a while, it's no joke. I just I got injured, I messed up my wrist, and then I've been taking care of my grandma. And uh, it's kind of weird because my grandma was a construction worker. She used to do like the fucking jackhammer, and she's like 4'11 and shit, man. And she used to like, you know, in El Salvador, she used to kill people, like real shit. Like she killed like four guys for self defense, not for fucking, you know, steal her money. And like every time it's kinda hard because like she's fucking manly, she's buff and shit. And every time I bring a woman to the house, she's like, you know, she's like, Oh, okay, hey, how you doing? But like she always like if she doesn't like the girl, there's like a machete. She looks at the machete is like, I can kill this bitch for you if you don't like her. I'm like, Oh fuck. Damn. Grandma's fucking hardcore. I don't know what your grandma does, bake fucking cookies, tell her to step her game up, at least edible cookies or something, you know what I mean? Alright, guys. Well, thank you for my fucking four minutes, guys. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Peace.
2: Cuauhtémoc is back. It has been a while because that was only three minutes. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah shit. Was, I know. The timing, it gets wicked weird, doesn't it?
17: Yeah, definitely. But I'll get back to it. It's like sex. You just got to keep going Absolutely. and just, you know, practice. Practice makes perfect. Alright, guys. Thank Again, you.
2: Kutemok, yay! yay. yay. <laughs> Alright, we're back on track with the Joke Workshop. So, Uh, Take notes if you want to. We always like uh, specifics when you're helping people. Like uh, when people go, that was really good. (laughs) Um, That's not as helpful as you think it is. Uh, But it is nice to give compliments. Just, you know, if you're going to lick someone's butthole, this next comedian, I'm sure his is cute or something. I don't know. It's a terrible, what kind of, (laughs) sorry. Worst segue ever. (laughs) Next comedian. (laughs) Um, He's got a hat on. (laughs) Joey Avery. (laughs)
15: That was the best intro ever. The old cute bud Avery. He's wearing a hat. I like that. It was good. I um, well, maybe maybe we'll do a special show, Pam, where we'll find out how cute my butthole really is. Um, I'd do that for the right amount of money. Um, it's true, Ginny. You were mentioning. <laughs> That that the whole white guys and asian girls thing is very interesting to me. It's a weird one cuz I was never into it. I was always like I don't fucking get it. I'm not, you know, wasn't it wasn't into asian girls. Nothing against them. And all of a sudden I turned tw- you know, I just wasn't I wasn't into it. You know, it's fine. You're into what you're into. And then all of a sudden I turned 23 and this like dormant white gene laying within me fucking activated and I'm just seeing yellow. It's crazy. I don't know what the fuck it is. I just became white. I like, started loving Asian girls, bought a North Face, and now I do sales in San Francisco, and I'm my own worst nightmare. Uh, and I eat granola. So, you know, fuck it. It is what it is, you know? I'll do an overpriced yoga class if I have to. It feels good. Um, I was thinking about, like, the most interesting parts of childhood the other day, and I realized one thing that I miss about being a kid was how exciting it used to be to just have a crush on a girl and just, just it was, every, when I was a kid, it was like everything that I want, And I started early, like in preschool, I had a crush on a girl. In kindergarten to fourth grade, I had a crush on the same girl. In fifth grade, I had a girlfriend, but I was always so nervous that I couldn't talk to these girls in person so in fifth grade I had this girlfriend and we'd like look at each other from across the from across the playground and then fucking go home and like AAM chat after and that was it and I was thinking about it I was like oh, look at me like such a young romantic and I thought about it again I'm like actually I sound like a fucking creep that's what that sounds like that's not adorable at all that's like a weird behavior pattern where you're just like staring at someone obsessing about them thinking about them and then like oh, I gotta send them a message that's not really a good thing I'll never forget though she was we, we'd AIM she was softball QT147 <laughs> and I was Lil' Babe Magnet 50. Um, yep, yeah, because I was always a douche. <laughs> so, but I thought about that, and I was like maybe, maybe that's just what happens is people who stay creeps and who stay as like perverts, maybe it's not that they're these dark fucked up creatures, but they just didn't mature in that one realm. Because I always thought when I grew up, like, oh, I'd mature across the board. But it's like, I'm 25. I can communicate. I can talk to you like a 25-year-old. I have 25-year-old thoughts. I'd draw like a fucking six-year-old. All right? If you leave me alone with crayons, you're going to get a stick figure with a fucked-up torso and, like, just sky on top. You know? Just one line of sky above because the sky is up. But um, <laughs> for sure. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, I guess it's just, it's weird, and you see that happen with old guys like Roger Ailes or whatever, the guy who is the CEO of Fox. Like, he's obviously business mature. I mean, the guy has the business wisdom of an 800 year old undead vampire, okay? But he's trying to trick girls and having sex with them like a mean 12 year old. Um, yep, no punchline there, but that's my set. Thank you, guys. <laughs>
2: comments from Ethan Albers
10: yeah you're the first one actually I've been here all day I haven't given any uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think most people does everybody know about the Roger Ailes thing in here no, no yeah, yeah, yeah. c- kind
15: of it would it require more explanation it's
10: a yeah that's a fresh off the press there, joke uh, yeah, there. Hot. gotta be first to the mic with that Topical. Joey
15: yeah.
2: what is who's the Ailes guy
15: yeah, so he's the CEO of of Fox News, and he basically was telling all these anchors like, "Look, if you want to get ahead in this business, we need to fuck."
5: <laughs> wow! Yeah, they cool. just fired yeah. him today, which wasn't is it? like
15: yeah. what a which I I'm know not it's not surprising I was surprised that you yeah. could get
10: fired from Fox right. for that but right? that's the surprising yeah. part right but that's, that's like Fox fired his ass that's
15: like what a 14 year old does he's like wait fucking no. truth or dare Dude. oh say dare
18: Dude. fuck Rupert
10: Murdoch should have gave him more money isn't that the way that shit operates so yeah
18: he's also a lunatic paranoid paranoiac or whatever the word is the no. noun verb stop being a nerd about
10: Fox Connor that's valuable <laughs>
2: Huh? Uh, I read
4: that book too. Fun, funny stuff uh jenny scott comments okay when you were talking about how when you were 23 you became more into asian girls i mean i don't know if this is like would be part of the joke but my first thought was like op, like obviously when you like graduate college like you w- i don't know they make more money um or something
15: <laughs> oh, <like> wait that. <laughs> i
4: don't know that, asian, but right yeah i don't know if you want to maybe maybe not <laughs> yeah
15: it's I mean it maybe be an interesting point, but I feel like I could yeah, I, yeah. I could generate some pullback with that assertion
4: <laughs> is that, yeah. It's true Um, Anyway uh, Okay when you were saying Like grades K through 4 You had a crush On the same girl And then in 5th grade You had a girlfriend I was kind of I I mean this would just Be like a little thing But if you're like And I had a crush On the same girl Or whatever Like if you Like say You got a girlfriend And kept the crush Or whatever When you said Your uh, your screen name Is Little Babe Magnet 50 I thought it would be fun. I mean I'm sure You picked 50 randomly But I thought it would be Funny if you were like It was Little Babe Babe Magnet 3 The you know One and two were taken Like if you tried to And maybe like Tried to lock down Like all the email addresses And shit for little babe babe magnet. That was funny.
13: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh,
4: I'm the first little babe magnet on Gmail because I got there early. (laughs) Um, When you're describing this thing about, like, the matching on, on, uh, or, like, uh, you make eye contact with her, and then you just go home and talk to her, I feel like, I mean, this might be, like, kind of too obvious, and I think what you did was, like, pretty original in terms of, like, how creepy is that, because, like, people wouldn't expect to be creepy because it's kids, but it's, like, you might, like, be at a bar and then, like, be making eye contact with someone and then, like, match with them on Tinder and then, like, start talking to them on Tinder. Or I feel like I've, like, like, sometimes you, like, see people you've matched with on dating apps, like, IRL, and then you, like, will just go on the dating app and, like, text them and be, like, I think I'm looking at you right now <laughs> I mean I don't do that yeah but, like, but in theoretically like, yeah, you know, for sure like, yeah like no exactly like kind of parallels in, in real life
15: that yeah but. I've always thought it's an interesting concept that if you meet someone in real life and you think they're attractive then you'll go to Facebook yeah. and be like yeah but let's see if they're really fucking hot <laughs> Not that I do that, you know. Hey,
2: you used to have a joke. Hey, how long has it been since you've done that joke? That great joke you wrote a long time ago about Facebook, where you had made people take pictures of you and you put them on the wall behind oh. you, and you made people come over and like them in person. It's been a long time since you've done that joke, and if I can say anything right now, please bring that joke back. Yeah, because it's so funny. And I should,
15: I should, I should bring it back more. And I'll do it if I, if it's like a, a, you know, a bigger show. But I try to like save my bullets with them sometimes, oh, and not gotcha, like I wouldn't, I gotcha. wouldn't want to do that a brainwash you know
11: wait right yeah so but for I remember that joke too it's really funny <laughs> um I just now when you like did a little impression of your like little boy obsession it was super funny Uh huh. so instead of just saying like I had a crush at this age and then this age this is you weren't really going anywhere with that except to get to like people not growing up that are right. so creepy but like going in because I was a creepy little kid too for sure yeah and like you know Like, we're all, like, pretending we're not, but we're, like, come on, play house. I don't know. Like, like the funny, like, weird things.
15: Repressed, creepy little fucking
11: kids. Yeah. And now we, like, learned how to
15: take it down. I had a neighbor, and and not to go on too long, but I had a neighbor who, she was, like, she was my age, but at, like, eight, she just, like, developed this habit of showing everyone her box. And I would, like, go over to their house and be, like, dog, where's Amanda? (laughs) 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 (laughs)
11: Trying to hang out. So, yeah, and then... <laughs> totally. yeah. or like touching tits yeah whatever but but then like you were going somewhere with that where you were going to compare it to like grown creepers yeah and that is going to be funny like when you do the little boy the creepy little boy and then you do the creepy do it older again. Guy. yeah
15: yeah that's like a so. great point thank you
11: and you can do it by having your
2: um hat in one direction and then turn the hat around
15: <laughs> and then and
2: then gosh. you have the costume all built in right right. so hat on the front when you <laughs> you can even turn it to the side a little bit if he's a creepy boy right, you know and right. And then uh, flip it around to be the douchey adult. Right.
10: I like that. Uh, you know, But Pam gave you your, your closer now, dude. You just got to show the audience your asshole.
15: <laughs> I a little boo Yeah.
2: I think he's, he's better than that. Come on. Everybody put your hands together. Joey Avery. <laughs> yeah. Hooray. Well, we've come to the part in the night where to give everybody sets, we have to just cut out the the talkie-talkie. So if you like somebody's something or you want to give them any kind of notes, just write it down and give it to them. I'm sure that'll be fine. But we're just going to do straight-up sets from here on out. Four minutes. Here we go. I'm sorry that that we ran out of time, but everybody was talking tonight. Uh, your first comedian of this uh, shotgun. We're going to go through five comedians, six comedians, five minutes apiece. Todd Farnham, yay!
19: Beautiful to be here, you guys. Looking amazing. There's a lot of uh, of lack of hope recently, you guys. You know, the fact we're all going to die and life is meaningless, but there's some things to be hopeful for. You know, like women's literacy rates, are rising around the world. Nigeria just had their recent uh, democratic election. The average tit size is increasing steadily in the United States. like uh, Coupled with obesity. But, uh, you know, like, um, like most importantly, you can still get a chicken bake for $2.99 at Costco. Yeah. So be hopeful, alright? And you know what? <laughs> Fucking, there we go. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, I love Costco, too. It's kind of amazing. Um, I don't know. I still think one of the best investments you can make right now is in whatever company uh, begins, like, tattoo removal. For all these stupid fucking basic bitch tattoos that you see, like, just breathe. Live. Live. Oh, my God. I didn't know. I didn't know what what I was trying to do here. Totally forgot to, to, to breathe. Um, so stupid. I think people should stop telling their kids, uh, stop giving their kids hope. I think that they should just stop telling them that they can do Achieve things because it's just sad. There's a huge gap between what you hope and what happens, and that middle ground is just depression. Um, but sometimes those people can really make it. Like I don't know what Hitler's parents told him. Like you can do it. Just just try hard. There's actually this guy named Christopher Dunch who is a uh, a surgeon uh, who. actually maimed and uh, led to the deaths of, like, 27 people in Texas. And he had to go through, like, I think 12 years of of post-graduate school for that because his parents told him he could do it. So people are terrible. I don't know. Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes the only time it's ever worked out was, like, Thomas Edison. And I don't know if you guys have heard this. I think Ethan... Heard this, too, or told me this. But he actually, uh, his, his teacher in elementary told him that, told his mom that actually he was, like, a really bad student. And he'd, he'd have to go home and, uh, and just learn there, like, independently. But she told him, his mom told him that you could do anything. So that's the only time ever it's worked out. I really just destroyed all, all credibility with my original statement by saying that. But, uh, yeah, there's no hope. There's no hope. You know, most of the time, people say, um, oh, wait, now." here's another thing. How, how many of your grade school teachers do you think were high? <laughs> like a mo- I feel like whenever I'm high, I always assume everyone else is high, but I really thought about that, and I was like, most of them. <laughs> I was in a shitty public school, and I don't know how you could be sober through through trying to teach a bunch of assholes. Can, like, how, who opts into being an elementary school teacher? All right, we're going to have a you rustle up a bunch of little assholes and try to teach them math. Well, do they want to learn math? Oh, no. They don't. They have no interest in learning math at all. Are they going to be not, No, they're going to be horrible. They hate you, and they're not going to listen because they've just been uh, playing on iPads and have no, no uh, attention span. Um, you know... Most people say that all con- sex needs to be consensual, except for mandarin ducks. Did you know that mandarin ducks can only ever mate through gang rape? Yeah. You've been missing out on this Discovery Channel fact, if you know this. Yeah, and it's really crazy. You, Yeah, you, you're like wincing for this por- part of the bit. Yeah, it's okay. You're not a duck. You're not getting gang raped here. So, I mean... That's uh, Whatever, that was a weird segue. But uh, I don't know, it's very weird. The mandarin duck thing is so bizarre to me because they actually have had these like crazy vaginal canals that are trying to prevent getting impregnated by a lot of ducks. So it's like this really bizarre battle between so many male ducks trying to rape them and their vaginal canals trying to prevent it because they're this... Uh, you know what, actually, that's, I need to think about that before I say that in public. Um, I'm done talking. Uh, thanks. And there's no feedback, so I guess I'll just wonder how that went
2: yay Dodd Barnum. they do have corkscrewed vaginas he's absolutely right with all of that I really resonated with your good set tonight those are his comments your next comedian uh, hangs out in uh, San Jose he does the improv San Jose or San Jose improv I don't know I haven't been down there I'm a dick uh, but he is not he's a very funny guy put your hands together it's Terry Dorsey <laughs>
16: All right, let's cut right to it. I have to follow duck rape. <laughs> that is what my friend, who knew he was going up behind him, is making me follow duck rape. Um, yeah, I know I only got four minutes, but I'm really gonna sit down <clears throat> because it'll make me talk a lot slower. Because when I stand up, I talk really fast. And as you guys can tell, I'm losing my voice from being at the Improv in San Jose all weekend. And one thing I'm noticing when I'm walking around is everybody's fucking playing Pokemon Go. How many Pokemon Go users do we have in the room? Would you guys all just walk out in traffic and kill yourselves already? That's what they're trying to do. It is the fucking purge, you assholes. I cannot believe... You are not fucking paying attention to this. They're already killing you. They're already taking all your information. They know where you're hanging out. They're going to fucking kill you. Everybody's like walking around. Got to catch them all. I was like, how the fuck is this even possible? You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure I saw the Pokemon craze come and leave. I didn't know it was just like a dormant like cell inside of your brains that they laid when you were nine years old. So when you were 26, they can kill you all. This is fucking ridiculous, man. You got to be careful, man, what neighborhoods you walking through, too, when y'all doing that poke. Pokemon Go shit, because you can catch a whole lot more than goddamn Pokemons, all right? Walking through some of these neighborhoods, you can catch, let's see, crabs, herpes. You might catch a sense of entitlement if you're walking around San Francisco. I like that last part, okay. Oh, listen, the country is in a fucked up place, y'all, okay? For real, that's why the Pokemon Go shit really does have me pissed off, because it's like, man, the country is so fucked up. This new game is the shit, though, you know? It's just bullshit, man, because it's like we're in a bad relationship. You ever seen those people that those couples are in bad relationships, but they stay together because they're like they share a fucking nice apartment or a child? That's what America is, you know what I'm saying? But. I just think we need marriage counseling. Since we don't want to talk about it, we need a neutral party. Like maybe another country should step in like, hey, America, let's get off this bullshit, okay? Stop it with the goddamn racism, man. You guys are all fucking humans, and you're supposed to be fighting us. (laughs) You know? We're so fucking tired of you fighting each other. Why won't you come fight us? So, yeah, we, we are in a bad relationship, but I want to ask you guys a question. If we're in a relationship... And I mean I say we as in black people and white people. I know there's a lot of other people here, but the big problem is still, for some reason, between black people and white people, man, it fucking sucks, right? But if that is the problem, who's the man and who's the woman? If the, who's the white person? Who you think who would you think being a white man in the relationship? Oh shit, he got nervous. Dude, trust me, it's only one black dude in here. You guys are safe. You guys are safe. It's only one black dude. No, nah, I'm saying if we're in a relationship, who's the man and who's the woman? Is the is the white person a man or the white person a woman? I love that. Only in San Francisco would I get that answer. That's dope. With dumb man. Huh? Dumb man. Dumb man, right? Bullshit, you're wrong. (laughs) Be the woman. Come on, the woman. Slavery? Come on, that's some woman shit. Get the fuck out of here. You can't go nowhere. You're gonna go eat what I tell you to go eat. <laughs> that shit was not the man. The man was definitely the black people trying to get the fuck out of the house as much as possible and take responsibility for as little bit of their problems as possible. So I'm telling you, you gotta switch up anyway. That's oh shit. Alright, I gotta go. So I like it's like how they blow the horn like you gotta get the fuck off the stage. Oh, I have a whole minute? Okay, cool. All right, well, all right, I'm sitting down, but I know that's showing I'm lazy, but I really have lost weight, guys. I was like a little bit over 300 pounds, and I'm just kind of tripping, man. It feels good to actually finally lose weight. Don't clap. It sounds like fried chicken. <laughs> Usually it gets to clap because I'm on stage and I'm dressed better, but, yeah. Anyway, I want to fit that in. I just bought a car recently, too. Uh, so it's a classic, you know what I mean? Bought a classic car. It's a 97 Mercury Cougar, you know what I'm saying? cougar and shit, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I remember this. I mean, when I looked at the ad and shit, I was like, ah, oh, XR7. Oh, yeah, I remember this car. These were kind of cool. Went and picked it up, man, for a good deal. And as I was driving off, I realized I drove over to this guy's house and picked up a white cougar. <laughs> Low miles, you know, real clean. No, no, Not a lot of dents in the body, you know, still in good shape. <laughs> yeah, she can go around the block a couple more times, you yeah. All right. I guess since I opened up with racism, let's go ahead and no Does anybody had an abortion recently? I just want to see what topics I have to stay off of. I don't have anything against abortions. I just think it's a stupid name for the abortion clinic. Planned Parenthood. Come on, get the fuck out of here. There was no plan. Say that shit backwards. Hood parent planning. It's more like it. That's more like it, right? All right, so that's my time, I'm Terry Dorsey, man.
2: Terry Dorsey, uh, all the way from San Jose. He does know the way to San Jose. You're next, comedian. I'm sure he's also been to San Jose once or twice. He's funny. He's been, he's been out of his chair all night walking about being funny. Coming up to the stage for you guys right now, it's Jackson McBrayer.
0: Uh, all right, I was going to close with this, but now i got to open with it. So I was uh, hanging out outside of a show, talking to a comedian. It's Joey Avery, but, you know, and ambiguity. Right. But uh, I go, like, you're really funny for a white guy with no problems. And he goes, Jackson, everybody's got problems. I was like, really? Tell me about it. I didn't know. And his response was, Jackson, I'm not having this fight with you. Guys, he didn't want to fight with a handicap. Now, that's a dangling modifier. I don't know if he didn't want to have the fight because he was handicapped or because he didn't want to have a fight with a handicap. But you can't win an argument about whose life is tougher with a guy in a wheelchair. Because you know how in golf, when one person has an advantage... Yeah, they get that thing. That thing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, wa- I have a crippled cousin, and I'm super excited about it because I get to feel normal for the first time in my life, in my family. Like, I'm a minority of one in my own fucking family. So I get really tired of comedians being like, oh man, I was the only one in the room. I was like, bitch, I was the only one in my family. (laughs) Like, you get to go home and be like, oh, life is so hard. Man, I went through this horrible experience, and your mom, your dad, your sister, and your brother, they all get your experience, because they've had it too. I roll home, and I'm like, boy, life is hard. My mom goes, yeah, I'm sure it is. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so I get to teach him shit Like I get to teach him how to mosh in a wheelchair You know what it's like to mosh in a wheelchair? It's fucking magic, that's what it is But you gotta learn how to do it What you do is you square up And you find the biggest fucker in the pit And you hit him with your fucking forearm And that's how you do it because they move back, they're like, oh, fuck. And then they immediately ask you if you're okay, and they try to get you out of the mosh pit because you didn't mean to actually get in the mosh pit. No, fucker, I belong here, I'm a goddamn metalhead. So then they lift you up in your chair, and now you're crowd surfing in your wheelchair, and that's a great way to impress people. I mean, people will be fucking impressed when that happens. Another great way to impress people if you're in a wheelchair, do literally anything. People will be impressed. (laughs) Uh, You know, I used to get mad about it, but to be honest, life is an uphill battle, and your poor ass is in a wheelchair. (laughs) But it is a great way to pick up women. Baby, I'm tired. Can you push me up this hill? Don't wait. I'll give you a ride on the way down. It's fine. Uh, Also, when he gets a bit older, I get to give him all of my crippled pickup lines. Like, oh, you're too drunk to walk. Can I wheel you out of this bar? (laughs) Oh, your legs are tired. Would you have a seat? Really, all you want is any reason for them to sit on your penis. That's the, like, gold star best pickup line because it's literally a pickup line. And that is proper use of the word literally, by the way. Uh, that's a thing. People thought that Yoda was brilliant because he was the last of his, or because he was ancient. But Yoda's, Yoda's not brilliant because he's ancient. He's brilliant because he's the last of his kind. When you have the only experience like your experience, you become insightful in shit. And I like saying something that smart and ending it with in shit because uh, juxtaposition. All right, uh, my last joke. A lot of people have been comparing Trump to Hitler, and I don't think that's fair because Hitler only ever failed at painting. (laughs) Trump failed at a lot more shit. Like, I'm offended for Hitler. Thank you, I'm Jackson (laughs) McBrayer.
2: the best trump joke i've heard in weeks jackson mcbrayer very nice your next comedian uh very lovely lady we're still not friends on facebook so i can't tag her and uh you know uh, be let's be friends put your hands together everybody it's madison d
12: i'm just gonna continue the trend of sitting down um we can be friends on facebook i'll find you Um, All right. What was I going to start with? Oh, I don't understand this whole thing where um, girls pretend like they don't poop or like guys pretend like they think girls don't poop because that seems so much worse to me because if you're not pooping, your body is literally filling with shit and that is just so much more disgusting. (laughs) Um, so one of my favorite activities to do on BART is to make faces at little kids, and then eventually they make faces back at me, and if I get really lucky, their parents catch them and yell at them, and it's really funny. (laughs) Uh, kind of fucked up, but whatever. Um, so I have had, like, a lifelong struggle against clumsiness. Uh, I'm constantly covered in bruises. And I'm always trying to kind of fix it. So my latest plan has been to take a ballet class because I thought that like if I had more of... Dancers always seem to know where all four of their limbs are. And if I could also do that, that'd be great. So, and it's this weird popular thing. So I went to a bar class, Um, it didn't help. Uh, Instead of more awareness, I just like whacked a girl in the head with my arm. (laughs) And then they asked me to leave. But they gave me a full refund, and there's like 200 bar classes in San Francisco because it's trendy. So I'm just going to do that everywhere and <laughs> maybe get it for free. Um, okay, what else? Oh, so when I was 18, I got a boob job. But now what you think. I got a breast reduction. I, like, chopped them off. It was good. It was a good choice for me. Um, but all the guys I date have lots of questions. And by questions, I mean they want to see pictures, which means that I send them pictures of, like, 16-year-old me in my boobs. Um, but I don't want to be, like, distributing child porn, so I <laughs> crop it so I just send them pictures of my boobs. So <laughs> I don't know if that's better. Um, okay, what else? Uh, um, so... I, for the third year in the row, I'm going to kill a mint plant this summer. Every summer I do it. Um, It's particularly depressing because a lot of people consider them to be a weed, but I have yet to succeed at keeping one alive long enough to make mojitos, which is really my only goal. Um, So I'm going to keep you guys updated with hashtag plantwatch 2016. So I'm just going to read this off to you because I've been keeping track. Don't worry. Uh, Day one, still alive. Watered it. Day two still alive a little droopy watered it and opened the blinds i'm unemployed and that's the only reason i open the blinds day three still alive day four some leaves fell off overnight i'm telling myself that they were brown when i got the plant day five no leaves fell off last night some leaves (laughs) on the side are looking a little droopy so i turned it so that they are in the sun Day six, watered and opened the blinds. I can see some roots in the water. More leaves have turned brown. Why? Also, one leaf seems to have a hole in it, I don't know how that happened. Day seven, still alive. I might start counting the brown leaves every day so I can make sure they aren't increasing. Day eight, didn't go home. Sorry plant, my sex life is getting in the way of my plant care. I may need to rethink my priorities. Day nine, was super hungover so I had to leave the blind shut. Sorry plant again. Plant seems okay, at least it's not dead yet and I watered it eventually. Day 10, still alive. This is already the second longest I've ever kept a plant alive. Very exciting for me. Today I opened the blinds and watered it, and only two leaves fell off last night. And you know, it's probably just getting rid of the weak leaves to keep itself strong. (laughs) Okay, and that's it. I'll update you next week. Yay, Madison D is keeping a plant alive.
2: I laughed really hard, and I think it's only I mean, I think it's because it was funny, but also because my weed treat just hit me. And I hope that the plant you're talking about is a pot plant. It, oh, it's not. It's, I'm going to pretend it's a pot plant. You're, <laughs> you're. That's the only way I'd pay that much attention to a plant. I'd be like, it's going to make me high when I eat it, right? Chop it down and mur- murder my plant. Yes. I'm sorry. Weed plants everywhere. I love you. I'm high right now. Your next comedian is another funny lady. Put your hands together right now for
11: Allison Hooker. Hey, what's up, guys? This room got a little small. Um, I might end a little early, because I'd love to forfeit a couple minutes to feedback, because feedback is really helpful. So this is the only place I can get it. <laughs> um, so I was walking uh, with a friend in a park, and someone said, like, isn't that dog cute? And I was like, oh, I was like one of those little fluffy dogs. And I was like, no. I like scoffed. I was like, "Some that's like. A dog, some like old rich white woman with a fat ring would have. And then I was like, best case scenario, that's gonna be me. <laughs> yeah. So I want to die, and I definitely want to get rich. <laughs> I'm not trying to be alone. So um, I had that moment. Um, I think it's really funny when you when you ask people uh, like, what do you do? And they're like, oh, I work for a startup. I'm like, yo, you've been saying that for seven years. <laughs> when are you gonna be like, I work for a business? But then that would show them what a weird thing to say that is. Like, you know, what do you do? Oh, I work for a business. (laughs) Wow. I really hate gentrification, but I like um, my coffee from like Peru and like pour over and my local honey and ice cream. Um, Like I, I love, you know, living in a neighborhood that's clean and safe. I think I just want like the tip. I don't want the whole thing. There <laughs> yeah, the tip of gentrification will be nice. Gentilfurcation. Oh, I like that. I've never heard that. Um, like I don't want everyone to look like me. But I do think I'm pretty hip. I think I'm really hip because um I uh, lived in Brazil for a while and uh, imported a now useless ex-husband. But I like married a Brazilian before everyone was samba dancing and eating acai, you know? Um, So I feel like I was pretty ahead of the trends there. And now um, I'm in a new relationship. I mean, I've been fucking him for like a year and a half, but I I just now started talking to him. So now we're in a relationship and he's actually Syrian. And uh, you know, Syria's about to blow up. Um, But I do think that uh, Syria is pretty, like it makes me really like edgy and pretty open-minded that I'm dating him. Um uh, so about the Brazilian I was going to say my bikini has been fitting in a toothbrush case like way longer than Brazil's been in style. Um But it was funny how I met this Syrian. Um we we he was, we were on Tinder, he like swiped the wrong way cuz his Arabic is his first language. But not really, I never online dated. I never online dated. The truth is we met at a bar. Um, when It's funny because when people ask like, how did you meet? And I go, oh, we met at a bar. People are like, oh, that is so cute. Like, that's new cute. I was like, I don't even remember until the taxi ride to his house. <laughs> so it's <laughs> truthfully, just not that cute. But it's hip, it's pretty cool. So um, feedback would be great, guys, thanks.
2: Okay. Uh,
11: Allison, cut. we have like a minute.
2: Okay. Yay! Clap, clap, so, clap.
0: So I really like the uh, like the whole dated a Brazilian first and now I'm dating a Syrian. It's cool. But the fact that you call yourself open-minded, I think you should call yourself out and like sli- slightly less hip for bringing it up. The fact that I'm hip. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just-
19: I, I definitely really like the play on how funny it is to say that you work for a startup because it's just like a really kind of dumb thing. And I like that. I feel like that can be re- you can write that out just like a tiny bit longer, like to have one like final punch for that one. That was like a very strong joke for sure. I, and then maybe a little bit more direction with like being hip or like what you want to like figure out what's funny about that that you want to say in in that moment.
10: Startup uh, was good hip is good your opening joke uh, where you're wanting to you said something funny at the time you want to do banter you have to have a point of discovery so set up whatever the. you you need to set it up better you just go right into like wanting to have a like tell somebody about a conversation there's no emotional investment there so you got to get with a conversation you got to get the audience on board with an emotional investment and then go into that conversation does that make sense other than it'll it'll crash once you set it up better yeah.
2: Super concise stuff, guys. Very, very nice, everybody. Alison Hooker, yay! <laughs> and that's how we do feedback real quick. Like everybody getting along. Your last comedian of the night is just such a helpful individual and just a lovely philosopher and a smart man who writes really deep and wonderful jokes. Uh, everybody, give it up. It's Connor Doherty. <laughs>
18: Speaking of philosophy, I was going to bury this non-joke later in the set, but you gave me a segue. I was thinking about the philosopher Arthur Schopenhauer, and he's known for determinism primarily, but he had this other idea that contemplation of art was our only break from the oscillation between boredom and suffering. <laughs> and I just wish that Schopenhauer had gotten to do acid. <laughs> Like I, th- I think it would have had a profound impact on the course of philosophy because he's super influential and like clearly he would have liked LSD. <laughs> no, got out of order. I was watching the RNC convention today and I was thinking I miss John Kerry. <laughs> Like, what more did we want? He was in the shit in Vietnam. He married into condiment money. Like, what could be more American? He did pretty well as Secretary of State. We fucked up. John Edwards fucking sucked. But you win some, you lose some. Trump-Pence sounds like one of those empty British signifiers, just like something like, we forfeited Trump-Pence to... Tidley upon a uh willing willyton, I don't know. Maybe I should have thought about that first. It sounds made up. Sounds not real. I used to be worried that I was an Anglophile and I was gonna have to like get hormone treatments and stuff. But then I actually went to England and I discovered that it sucks. <laughs> it's like America turned down to seven. <laughs> Like if America is 11, it's just like the food has no flavor. It's not a good place to be vegetarian. The only place you can be a vegetarian there is London, but in London you just like walk around and every time you blow your nose it's just soot coming out. It's like the Industrial Revolution never ended. It just kept going. When I was walking over here, I was thinking I hate small children because they, o- they have this incredible capacity to know exactly where you're going. Which, first of all, like ha- we have to turn that into technology somehow, like, you know, small children seeking out missiles or something. Whoa, that got weird. But I was thinking, like, because you're the one that has to really take the, the onus is on you because they're dumb. And, but I was just thinking, like, I could pretend I had a medical condition. I would just, like, bowl over some small children and be like, I have juggernautitis, and just keep walking. That probably wouldn't work. It's also not a joke. Is it? Thank you, everyone, for confirming that. Speaking of art, there are a lot of artistic movements, and sometimes there are movements that come after those artistic movements, and you put a post there, you know, so you got your... your uh, Your punk and your post-punk, your modernism and your post-modernism, your office and your (laughs) post-office, and you—if I was going to start an artistic movement, I would call it Eerier. Because then, if you like built on my movement, you would be a butt. And the the philosophy of my artistic movement is like everything based on this sucks. the movement for Schopenhauer and art. It's a bowel movement. The bowel movement. Oh, man, see? This is why you come to Joke Workshop, baby. (laughs) It's that engagement. You Don't get this kind of feedback at Brainwash. They just stare at you. I think... Was that all the thing? Oh, yeah, because I I have this thing that's like – it's supposed to be like the setup for a joke, but it starts with, so I'm smoking a blunt and, and there's no (laughs) punchline. And. Well, it's and watching baseball because last time I checked, this was still America. And then it's something about like – the field is so like the field in the stadium is so big, but it's all focused on this one little strike zone, and like that's just an observation. It's not a joke. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh. Okay. Yeah, I still there's still something here. I'm still. This is just uh the the guy that's really trying to push the boundaries of the toilet company like the family toilet company getting fighting with his dad about i don't know it was a thing once uh i think i'm probably i think i'm probably going to end there because like i keep trying to write jokes but then i just like accidentally write math jokes and uh Chris Kanatzer came up to me the other day and asked me about all my algebraic number theory jokes. He's like, that was good. Is it funny? I was like, <laughs> I'm like, that's, oh, you know you're doing well. When Chris Kanatzer, of all people, just says, is it funny? Yeah, there we go. Good way to end the open mic. I'm done.
2: Connor Doherty, Schopenhauer's posts. Here, and then it's a bowel movement. I thought it was incredibly cute and punnier than most. Hey, everybody. This was the Joke Workshop. Uh, come early if you guys want to be in the – I mean, every week it's different. Uh, next week, I'm in New York, so if people are going to do it, they're going to do it. we will contact each other, but probably not. Um, have a good day. Bye-bye. Have a nice time. Coming up next is Forever Two Wheels.
13: Every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. <laughs> it's a cash crop honey <laughs> yeah
11: On the coolest, most original items in San Francisco, that's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for
12: awesome events and updates.
2: The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources when bay area musician jd buell brings you morning train wednesday 10 a.m to noon on mutiny radio that is exactly what he does select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience We're in both listener and host. Find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on MutinyRadio.fm. Freeform Radio for free minds.
20: and underground space for an event look no further than mutinyradio.fm our 30 seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band birthday party comedy show dance party karaoke super fun theater event If you think it, we can do it. You run the door and promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space Without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now.
1: Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Very deep fried fierce sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street. Mission District open seven nights a week from five to ten PM or later. Counter offers, son. you I've changed your thing. has changed like three
5: times <laughs> the course of that. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is dog's? Part. <laughs> 1, Oh,
6: happy hour! What could be happier than twenty-three comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn, maybe? Oh well, stage time makes them happy, and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from six to eight p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast
11: at Meet New Radio FM Index at
1: podcasts. Dot
5: PCR Collection